Good afternoon. Welcome to this edition of the Richard Urban Show. I'm your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from historic Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. We bring you news and views from God's point of view. Today, we're um, very happy for part nine of the series on family root and absolute sexual ethics to have Yana Johnson on, an old yeah. friend. So please introduce yourself. Yeah, yep. Well, I'm happy to be on, Yana Johnson. I'm an old friend from long before working with uh, urban life training and always just very good memories around the importance of abstinence for youth. And so that's a big part of my, always been actually something that I'm very passionate about, especially now I have two boys, um, six and five years old. And so I really appreciate all the things I've learned from you and also in family and raising youth with really being proud about um, purity and having a family. So that's a big, important part for me. And I'm happy to be a part of the show today. It's a very cool podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So I'm going to um, share the screen so we can um, do the reading for today on the family rooted in sexual ethics, absolute sexual ethics, which is a model for God's absoluteness, peace, and ideal, and the global kingdom. In this slide, I would like to repeat the proposal I have made for a truly providential and revolutionary project for the sake of peace and human welfare and the building of God's homeland and original hometown. From the historical point of view, the divisions of our world into East and West north and south were wrought by satan i am proposing that we build a passage across the bering strait that separates the north american and russian land masses this passage which i call the world peace king bridge tunnel will link an international highway system that will allow people to travel on land from africa's cape of good hope to santiago chile and from london to new york across the bering strait connecting the world as a single community God is warning us that he will no longer tolerate separation and division. Carrying out this project will bind the world together as one village. It will tear down the man-made walls of race, culture, religion, and country, and establish the kingdom of the peaceful ideal world that has been God's cherished desire. The United States and Russia can become one. The European Union, China, India, Japan, Brazil, and all nations and also the world's religions can combine their energies to succeed in this project. Its success will be decisive in establishing the kingdom of the peaceful ideal world where people no longer wage war. Beloved blessed families, you are now living in the most blessed and exalted time in history. There after the coming of heaven has arrived. I proclaim the beginning of the new heaven and new earth, long awaited yearned for by billions of your ancestors in the spur world who have come and gone throughout history. This is the era of the kingdom of the peaceful ideal world. The four great religious founders and billions of good ancestors have come down to earth to guide you on the heavenly path. The age when the fallen and corrupt world wreaks havoc on humankind, allowing evil people to live better than others is passing away. We should seek out and establish that nation in righteousness, the ultimate destination for all of us that attends God as a center. What would that nation be? It would be the kingdom of the peaceful ideal world. It would be a nation that resembles the form of a model true family, 
with three generations living together in harmony, trusting, respecting, and supporting one another, and becoming one in love. In short, it is a nation that you may have desired throughout the ages, the utopia where God is sovereign. This means that a movement to realize a society of mutual interdependence, mutual prosperity, and universally shared values is necessary. We need to make humanity one great family by breaking down the walls in our hearts and eliminate even the boundaries between nations. This movement begins from each family. Therefore, each of us should bear in mind that it is our providential calling to establish a true family. This is the way we can advance the establishment of the universal peace kingdom on earth. Indeed, all this is coming to pass. In the Middle East, one of the world's tinderboxes, Jews, Christians, and Muslims have found the resources in my philosophy of peace to engage in a new dimension of dialogue. In past decades, my unification thought played a decisive role in ending the Cold War. Now I'm successfully leading behind the scenes efforts to bring about the reunification of my homeland of Korea. But I'm not yet satisfied because I began my life's work at the command of heaven. I have come as a true parent of humankind with God's anointing, and I am determined to keep my promise to him. I'm determined to obliterate all national divisions and barriers that poison this earth and to establish the kingdom of the peaceful ideal world where all people everywhere can live hand in hand. So that ends our reading from the uh, Family Root and Absolute Sexual Ethics. That's by Reverend Sun Myung Moon. Yeah, I'd like to get your comments on that. Yeah. Well, I, that's one of my favorite uh, speeches and readings, and especially that part, I feel like it paints so many great pictures of what, first with the peace road idea, like driving from London to New York, and how the world can all be connected by a highway, and then um, how it paints a picture about what a family would look like, the kind of family that would help create this ideal society. And I feel like it's all about connection, which is really nice. Even the last line goes back to keep working, breaking down the barriers, no barriers, and how we can connect and live hand in hand, which kind of ties to the peace, the idea of having an international peace highway that connects everything. Um, yeah, so that, that's very, I think, inspiring. I think it's nice to see, paint mm -hmm. a picture of what that kind of world, because we talk about world peace, and I think especially now, Christmas time of year, there's lots of songs about peace, but it's not, it can be kind of vague, but I feel like those were very specific details. Yeah. You know? do you, by the way, do, you know, I've read some about the Peace Highway and looked up some different websites. I even saw that on Discovery Channel, they had a special on it. And it wasn't from the unification perspective, but just from the like engineering perspective, which I thought was pretty cool. I hadn't seen that until recently. I think it was done though, like maybe five years ago. But do you know anything about the progress on this project? I mean, I don't really know. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> I don't know fully. I know there's kind of, there's the idea of talking about it, to the concept and, and the reunification of North and South Korea also is a big, uh, Peace Road is an example. Cause so there's, it's still done like symbolically, but the actual building of it, that I don't know where that is. Yeah. I had an idea though, personally, where I thought it would be such a cool board game concept that could, you know, and then use that to fund some ideas, like what it takes to build, you know, just tr try it out in a board game first, how nations would have to work together and to build it. And, yeah. It's not a bad idea. I mean, one thing that, you know, Father Moon was talking about is the, um, 
religious people, I, I might have been one of the other peace messages, I'm not sure it said it here, but religious people should work together to do this. It's kind of yeah. such a different concept. You think like building a highway is like governmental or it's maybe, you know, uh, venture capital. Well, I'm sure it is all those things, but yeah. he's saying religious people should do it. I mean, isn't that interesting? Yeah, that's very interesting. And I think that's like part of that, that whole context of breaking down the barriers at Harmony, because if the religious people can have unity on this goal, unite on that, um, that would really help <laughs> pursue it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see it gain more traction. I mean, I just, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm aware of it, of course, since, you know, Father's been talking about in, these, in this peace message and several of the other ones, mm -hmm. but I haven't like, um, been involved substantially yeah. but i know there are different organizations working toward that i'm not sure like how they work together or if i mean there may be i'm sure one unification organization but it seems like there's several others too that are working on this concept on this, yeah and i think the key is like how well they can work together that's the only way it would work right so yeah i yeah. mean i'd love like president trump said that you know um he started the space force which is interesting you know too I was reading recently in the Chen Sung Yang that, that uh, Reverend Moon mentioned something about the, uh, exploring space in the context of, I guess, peace, whatever. But the point being is like, um, wow, this would be a great world uniting project. Imagine like President Putin or President Trump, like different nations or even in China, yeah. you know, Xi Jinping or whatever, promoting this project. That's really what he's talking about. I mean, where they would actually have to meet together and see how they could make it happen, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think part of why it, it just brought up something else when you asked, like, why the religious leaders is because they're, they're longer, you know, religious leaders often have a community around that they're, it's for the life, you know, someone joins a community and it's kind of their life yeah. time. It's not a certain, you know, the project can continue after for eight years, whatever, it still continues. So I think maybe that's part of it too. It's like, yeah, you're right. Continue, continue on. Yeah, that's such an interesting thing. And then one statement uh, caught my attention also, um, especially talking about the movement begins from each family. Mm. And then it says in the next sentence, so we should establish a true family. This is a way we can advance establishing the universal peace kingdom on earth. I mean, do you have some reflections on that? Yeah, actually, it made me think of my own family because, well, my husband's from Norway. I'm from the U.S. and we've been living in Norway and now we've moved to the U.S. And it's like you're married to two different cultures and nations and you also have different experiences. Um, and there's a lot of barriers to break down and understand each other. And I think that's a really wonderful example and, and building a family together. And then for my own sons who they speak two languages, you know, they're, for them, the, their world is kind of two nations brought together. Like that's what they're growing up in. And it's really quite special because it's, um, you, yeah, I feel, I had that experience too, living in different countries, but I feel like you're very aware that just because someone does something different, you know, it's okay, right? Like you're kind of quite, it, it could be confronting when, and I remember especially little things um, in Norway that were so, it was the small things that felt like, ah, oh, it's so different. Why did they do that? You know, and having to learn to understand 
And I think that's really important for, obviously family is the place where you learn a lot of those things, but it's like an added element of having to learn how to understand a different culture and different language. And that's a lot of the idea behind the blessing and what like really the movement that was started is that literally breaking down some of those cultural barriers in your family. So it's quite um, powerful, I think, thinking of that way. So that, yeah, that line also stood out to me a lot when, and how, how that literally is the model for world peace. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. The, the family, that's absolutely, absolutely true. And by the yeah. family, we mean a man, a woman, and the children. I'm yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. So um, definitely. Well, the, yeah, that, that definitely struck me. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, I noticed about like the, um, you know, Reverend Moon here, Father Moon is announcing that the peace kingdom has begun. Mm. You know, he's already ready talking about that. Um, yeah. Let's see. He's, he's mentioning that. Seek out the nation and its righteousness. Well, here it's saying that the air after coming of heaven has arrived. I proclaim the beginning of the new heaven and new earth, long away yearned for by billions of your ancestors in the spirit world. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what's your reflections on that? I know we're in crazy times, so I'm yeah. not here to particularly talk politics, but I mean, it's absolutely crazy. So, I mean, and, that, and then yet we see this proclamation. By the way, I believe that it's true. So yeah. Don't take me wrongly, of course. But yeah. like, how do you parse everything? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Well, actually, that's so funny because I, I uh, think about this a lot. I found that I operate from, we're already in the peace in a peace kingdom world. So I'm less, so I, I was trying to explain this yesterday with someone where it's like, and that's what I love about what we read because it's painting a picture of what that peace and in detail, right? What it means to actually live. So I, I live in that kind of like, okay, we're already in an ideal society or a world. Imagine we're already there, like making it real. And how would I act if that was already the way it was, you know? And there's like this, it's, um, what's that word manifesting? You know, that idea that you, you already are yeah, there, yeah. the gap from where you want to be to there. And so a lot of times when things happen, especially when there's division inside, that part struck, struck me too. There was a line in the beginning about God will no longer tolerate separation and division. Yeah, that's and really I feel like there's so much separation and division. And then I always think of like, well, there's some, there's always some third harmonious way. And I feel like that's really God, you know, that's where you find God is in this, how to bring harmony and that, what is that third harmonious way? And so that's where I, and a lot of times it comes from stepping totally out of where we are now. Cause I feel like we're sometimes like, oh, the reality of where we are now and what's the next step, but you can't really move cause it feels so crazy. But when I think like paint the picture of details what that would look like like the peace road idea how could we actually get to that when right now people are fighting so much how could they even agree but painting a picture of the peace road and we're already living in a world where that is there it helps me behave in a way that i can really be loving and look toward people instead of um stuck in the reality but i also do avoid a lot of things like the news and stuff that i feel don't 
help create well the... I, I do agree that yeah, most of the news is not i mean it's so <laughs> flopsided and so biased it's yeah. like blatantly almost but well you could say it's blatantly false. i mean it's just so biased so i, I would agree yeah. with you on that it's like good to... i really love the was it abraham lincoln the best way to predict the future is to create it so i, I think about that a lot like what's the creative energy that's needed to to make that yeah. like, like the peace road i think is a great example of a super creative project and the only way it would work is everyone figured out a way to work together and but it's like putting the energy somewhere else instead of on a yeah of, uh, because that that is such i don't want to say it's enigmatic but i mean i've often wondered like this project like uh true father emphasized you know father of the yeah. moon this project i think it's in it is in um i think like six of the six 17 piece message more than that even yeah like 10 of yeah. them anyway the point is this was a key project and honestly i don't know who's really i mean i know some people are working on it from different perspectives but father uh, moon said this is an incredibly you know relevant project so there's a reason for that and it would be a very like you say uniting substantial project you know yeah to to work toward kind of like i mean you think about things like oh we're going to like i think president trump announced we're going to go to mars that's nice but i think this would be a way better use of <laughs> I, know. You know our, what I, mean? our, I i totally agree i've always thought that and those are the kind of conversations we try to have with people is because even there's a lot of hype around virtual reality and all the things you can artificial intelligence but i'm like well the reality in the day-to-day -day, let's try to make that better versus living in you know another virtual reality and focusing kind of creating a bubble but i feel like there's um yeah it takes work but i think if people really work together more then uh, that's and that's what i find is really powerful about the peace messages and my own experience like with business and everything is actually and I noticed this in Norway, it's it's hard. People don't always know how to work together with those who are different than them. And I think a lot of the teachings from Father Moon are something that's helped me learn how to work together well. I think that's fundamental to build peace. You've got to be able to work well together. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. As you're talking, one thing I thought of too, this is, you know, uh, through Father Moon is talking about the, um, this is a, a God-centered movement. So I think that's an important element. And, but he has also has often said that, you know, neither communism nor democracy will work. And of course, communism is yeah. atheistic. So, I mean, we have to show, I guess, what do I want to say? It's forbearance or love, or love. You know, meaning not to accept evil, but somehow there has to be, I mean, I guess yeah. ultimately you have to accept God. I mean, even like I remember when the Soviet Union fell, you know, um, Reverend Moon, Father Moon taught, like told Gorbachev to open up especially religious freedom. Mm -hmm. So, and then now ironically, Russia is becoming more open. Although I do understand they still have issues like with the state church kind of issues with, and things like that. But anyway, at least yeah. they're moving in toward the religious direction so i don't know anyway that's that's yeah no good. i think it's true we need god it's so important in religion yeah in that conversation to really build peace because it's like 
the the parent. <laughs> That's the harmony to find the harmony or to see each other as family with a common divine parent. You know. Yeah, and there's yeah. absolute values. Without absolute values, you know, I think you have basically chaos. You know. Mm -hmm. So, and um, yeah, the, I mean, this is just just amazing. Yeah, you were talking about the idea of the king's ray here. So I know in, in like unification terminology, we talk about Chanoguk, or which basically means the kingdom yeah. of God. So, and that, you know, True Father Moon said that starting in 2001, if I'm not mistaken, November, yeah. he announced, wow. he announced that the Chanoguk is here. So that was almost two decades ago. So then I think part of it is what you said. You have to understand that and know. And that's why I don't, I honestly don't believe like in whatever situation, whether it be the current, you know, election yeah. chaos, I don't believe evil will prevail. But I also don't mean, I know as a fact, we can't sit around on our butts. We have to, you know, work for righteousness and goodness. Or do you have any comments or thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I think about this a lot, like, <laughs> and I guess for me, the first time it really struck me was I used to think it was like a state that we'd reach, right? Like, the kingdom of heaven on earth that there's peace everywhere but i realized it's more like a, a state of being if that makes sense that you're in you feel you experience it because of this love and you feel love so for me actually in norway i um i felt like i tasted this what 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 this means you know what this is talking about where there was several moms that were very they, we just all helped each other and i realized like um, it's not that we had it all figured out. Becoming a mom is hard and family and growing your family and raising children. And we really supported each other in growing together. And I felt like, wow, this is Chanil Gook. Like I'm not, I'm, I am myself and I'm trying my best to be the best mom and wife and, you know, in our family. And I have other families that are doing the same. So we're not comparing or judging each other, but we're really supporting each other. And it's kind of like, we're all growing together because I feel like life is all about growing and it hit me that like you can be in that that state of being and growing toward being even better because I think sometimes we're really hard on ourselves of uh well I could be a better you know being a true family what does that mean but the idea of knowing you're growing together and you're supported by other families that are we're all growing together and it is becoming a better world where you know all of, if all of us are working on really trying to be true families like that really hit me as something very real and i started seeing it as something that you can experience already and it's quite um what's the word spreadable i don't know spreadable. it could catch on right? yeah and also the idea that the you know, I was reading a book by this uh, one Christian author who I do like a lot. I think I'm going to critique it from Unification yeah. Viewpoint. It's called um, God's Chaos Code. And it's uh, talking cool. about the current goings on in the world and things like that. Um, but anyway, the idea that um, the kingdom, what I'm getting at is kingdom comes from the bottom up. He was saying something yeah. a little different, like the importance of gatekeepers and this and that, which may have mm. some significance. But in reality... Uh, you know, True Father Moon says here clearly that it starts from blessed families, from families that are godly and expands outward or upward or whatever you want to call it. 
so I mean, I actually, you know, in other sections of the speech, then he's yeah. saying that what you were talking about earlier, you know, like you have an intercultural, international family. You, <laughs> isn't that a song? You are the world. I mean, yeah. there's truth in that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that can yep. expand out. I think that's very, very significant. What do you think? I think it's extremely significant because I feel like that's what helped. Like I was sharing what we talked about, being able to work together to build peace. Um, I feel like because of what I've learned in my family, it makes it easier to do that in other, you know, contexts. And so I think it's really like uh, nice. Also, I feel when you think big, then you, you have to do bigger things. So if you think about like, because people could read it and think, yeah, okay, so it's all about my family and you get focused on your family. But if you think about it, it's about the world family. My family is the world, you are the world. Like you're thinking bigger and then you've got to act bigger. You've got to grow your heart bigger. You've got to, so I think that's really important. It's um, a family that's thinking about the world. Yeah, in whatever capacity that is. It might not be that you have to do huge things but just have a heart that's willing to grow bigger. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're talking about the like the third way. I mean, I'm hoping that I'm helping to facilitate that on some aspect because yeah. I'm having different uh, guests on the show. Some are unificationists, some are, and obviously, you know, there's different stripes of unificationism. Yeah. And, and some are not different other faiths or I don't know, yeah, various cool. different people. So I'm hoping that by reading the word and discussing it, then we'll move into that kind of third sphere or something like that that you're talking about. Yep. Because because I'm thinking if, if if everybody and their uncle, so to speak, could like read and discuss even this speech, which is similar to other piece measures, but you know, that this in itself has enough um, of the word. Mm -hmm. to, for people to understand the basic framework for the kingdom, you know? Yeah, that's why I really love the peace messages. They're probably one of my favorite to read, and this speech in particular, because it's a lot about family, and it's it's got some really concrete, like, examples. Um, but something that always struck my, when I try to think of, okay, what would this ideal world, Chanel Guk, the terminology we use, I think of a phrase, which I think is from the peace messages. I don't know if it's in this one or one of the other ones, but every person is born in love, grows in love, dies in love, into the spirit world where you breathe the air of true love. And when I think about that, I'm like, that's what it means, you know. It's just a world of love. <laughs> like We create that. And until every person experiences that, which isn't the world we live in right now, but I picture that that's where we're going. Um, yeah. It's, it helps them keep it kind of like a clear why. Why is this important, you know, and how to think about the world, care about yes. other people's families, and yeah, that sphere. Very much so. So it's really powerful to have words like this, and, this, and it's really great to discuss them, too. Like, I agree. I agree. It reminds me very much of the uh, conferences that were in the, like, around the 2000-ish, there are many of these American yeah. leadership conferences where it studied the word. I wish those were ongoing. They're not. I mean, not that I know of. But in any case, it's the same spirit, I believe. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, well, we're coming toward the conclusion. Any, uh, like, closing thoughts or anything you'd like to share that's on your mind? 
Well, I just think this is really cool. You started, I don't know if you shared it before, how you got started with this, but in views from God's point of view, I like that. And reading oh, with, the speech and how you've broken it up, it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. So you want me to share something about that? Or? Yeah. I mean, if maybe you've already shared it, but I think people love to know like the behind the scenes or inspiration. Yeah, the news and views from God's point of view. Well, let's see. So, hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, let's see. So I had a some blog online back to 2015. It was more like church-centric. So I've been involved in different aspects or, what do you say? <laughs> Not factions. I guess they're factions. Different parts of the unification movement. But I've always studied the word regardless yeah. and believed in the basic core message. So anyway, so I was uh, in encouraged by, you know, Hyung Jin Moon to start a, a video channel. And I did. I was talking mostly about church stuff. And then I, I, of 2018, I didn't affiliate there anymore, but I kept doing periodically different blogs. And then, yeah. but on this year, um, on or about, let's see, about around March 1st, I decided to do it, you know, weekly. And also I decided yeah. I became a little more familiar with the idea of the podcast that, you know, a lot of people do podcasts. So yeah. I, I set it up on my uh, WordPress site. So I would, I host it right on my own site. So it's a podcast and I read, you know, it gets registered on any podcast platform. So anyway, what got me specifically going was the whole COVID-19 thing. Yeah, I'm not sure, you I know, thought. we're not here to discuss or argue about it, but, not, but my uh, thing was like, it was way over the top. My topic of my first series was, you can find it on our website, which by the way is visionroot.org, V-I-S-I-O-N-R-O-O-T.org was, you know, the COVID-19 agenda, the great fraud COVID-19 agenda. So I went into the whole thing with the World Health Organization and Bill Gates, mm -hmm. a lot of things. And, you know, I haven't had to retract anything. I mean, might have been a little ahead of the time because we see that even this COVID-19 thing has bled into the election thing. Why didn't they let the observers in in Pennsylvania and Michigan? Oh, it's COVID-19. Don't come in. Stay yeah. 150 feet away. So, I mean, that's oh. fraudulent, too. We could, And if you've seen my other shows, you know, I've been talking about that. But yeah. so I felt I need to speak out. And then the idea for this series was that, as I said, I feel like I want to engage people. So I interviewed mm. also, I got this inspiration God gave me about three weeks before our West Virginia primaries. He said, hey, why don't you reach out and invite the statewide and county, I'm in Jefferson County, West Virginia, uh, people to come on your show. And so I said, I had no idea who would come on. Actually, about 40% of the primary candidates came on my show. And I wow. interviewed like the Supreme Court judges. Some of them won, of course. Some of them lost. Not everybody came on. Our illustrious governor didn't come on. Surprise. But anyway, you know, quite a few did. And then I also interviewed additionally for the uh, general election. And I also interviewed school board. So I felt wow. I was bridging out into the world. And they know that, although I'm not like, they know, you know, my show is hosted by Vision Root. And in yeah. fact, many of them um, read the scriptures themselves. So I feel it's a way to integrate, you know, who I am, which is based on God and the word of God, and then yeah. reach into the various spheres. Like this guy, Lance Wall now calls them the seven M's, like, you know, media and yeah. education and entertainment and all those things. So I kind of get on my soapbox. And although my viewers, <laughs> I isn't that That's big, awesome. 
but even whether it's 10 or 100 or I don't know, you know, or whatever, a thousand, I don't think any, no, maybe one of my videos reached above that, but you know, it doesn't totally matter because I feel there is value in putting that out. I find that so many times, even though I don't have that many views, when I say something, I see other people talking about a similar thing. Now, who yeah. knows? They probably didn't see my video. Some might have. But I feel it's all like kind of working together, if I'm making sense. It is. Sense. I think so. I think we're all connected in a lot of, more than we think in what we're thinking. But I think the, the energy of creating something and reaching out is so cool. And that's what we need. You know, like, what are we building and creating? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. like the candidates, some people said on one side that is kind of left-leaning. Hey, you only interview Republicans. I said, no, I invited them all. They didn't respond. Well, then uh, actually I got like, uh, well, actually several of the Democrat candidates came on. No, I interviewed them, you know. If they, if they want to come on, they come on. Point yeah. being, you know, like you say, building bridges, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I hope, uh, you know, try to continue. Oh, by the way, I invite you and all the viewers. I just set up like... I don't know. Well, I know you are aware. Like, and again, I don't know your political stand. I'm not here to discuss your politics or whatever. But it's quite well known that, like Facebook, you know, they censor all kinds of stuff. So mm -hmm. I've set up a node, N-O-D-E, which is like an independent version of a thing called Friendica. Friendica is like a um, an independent social media site, and so oh. different people host it on their own server. So I have my own Friendica server. So I invite you to join. You go to Vision Root, you'll see a link there for Friendica. And then you can social network with anybody you want. You could set up a forum. You can set one up for the Family Federation. You can set up for Blessed Family. I don't, don't you know, anybody's welcome who's a God-loving person. You know, yeah. obviously no sexually explicit content. And then, yeah. you know, you're not going to be censored. Your friends are going to see your posts, like on Facebook. Who knows mm -hmm. if you'll ever see. And if you start talking about something that Mr. Zuckerberg doesn't like, You'll, they'll never they see it, you know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So please join up there. We welcome you. Cool. Tell your friends, and um, it'll grow. You know, we gotta have our own media. We gotta like we don't need Mr. Zuckerberg. You know, <laughs> we don't need him. There's plenty of opportunities in this kind of decentralized system. Yeah. I mean, I always think about um, creativity over consuming if more and more people were focused on creating their own thing. I think that's where the internet's really going. If you think everyone's online and with COVID now, it's not gonna be such big dominant. I mean, we're in a maybe a transition point, but more and more people will need to be entrepreneurs. More and more people will find their sort of pockets of who they connect with rather than just all following one person. And the more we're creating, I feel that's really important in and all of the other things we talked about, like in creating, creating your family and creating, you know, the, what kind of society you want, like having a part in it instead of just sitting back and consuming or receiving whatever's no, being said. I totally, you know, this is so interesting. Like, yeah. so my, one of the first kinds of interview was um, Alan Witt, who's also uh, uh, the executive director, I think, of the family, fam, not the Family Research Council, but the Family Initiative similar to that in West Virginia. Anyway, he ran for Senate. He lost in the primary. I wish he would have been elected. He would have been much better candidate than the current senator. But all that being said, you know, um, you know, it's, I think it's about building bridges. I think it's about re 
reaching out to different people. Oh, what I was trying to say is we have to become our own media. So like, yeah. you know, I've become- I think that's I mean, where we're going. Yeah, so like I'm a little media organization. You know, I mean, it just started more from this inspiration. And yeah. we should each be our own mini organization. So like I have, you know, an urban life training site, urban grocery site. Yeah, I mean, you're ahead site. of the game. You've been doing this already. <laughs> you can help people. But yeah, and now I have yeah. a friendica site. So I just yeah. definitely want, whoever's listening out there, you're tired of being censored. You know, if you're talking about health freedom or vaccine choice, and you know, you're yeah. censored every other word, come to our Friendica site. You will not be censored. Invite your friends. You know, you, you can set up, you know, this is for you. You know, it's non-commercial. You, you know, you can donate to support it, but we don't make any money on it. We're hosting it ourselves. So, I mean, so, um, yeah, that yeah. is the trend of the future, right? It is, it is. That's wow, really cool. I've enjoyed this show. So some season new you. ideas are generating even out of it. Um, yeah. yeah, let's continue the conversation. Maybe you'll come on again and we'll talk about other things. And um, I do really, really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. That's fun. Yeah. Okay, so I am your host, Richard Urban. Do, uh, by the way, sign up for the Daily Inspiration. If you don't get it, that's our uh, scripture ministry. You can find it at visionroot.org. So I'm your host, Rich Urban, coming from historic Harper's Ferry. And do be blessed, and we'll see you next time.